You're listening to the In Black and White Show. So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like Strax, deceives, deceives, and and uh, disembowels. <laughs> 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 Ooh, sorry, sorry. That was a cool graphic. Yeah, that was. Welcome to the In Black and White Show, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm one of your hosts, Cody, joined here today, today exclusively and inclusively by Lenny. Just Lenny. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't have a last name. It's just Lenny. I was going to say your last name, but you always get mad at me. What do you mean I get mad like, at you? Put, I never get mad at you. Put my social security number out into the world and crap. I'm like, jeez, just yeah, chill out, I definitely, dude. Yeah, I do. I do. I actually put your social security out on the internet today, too. Yeah, well, joke's on you. I don't have one. I'm not a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. So, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Jarmillion. So how'd you, how was the weekend? <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Um, What'd you do? It was a good... Uh, you know, not much. Mm. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I um, had, was I worked a lot of the weekend on Saturday. Full day of Saturday. But then I also watched General Conference. And Lenny and I just realized the other day that Come Follow Me is taking into account this week as well as last week with the study material. I mean, we knew that. We did because we planned. Yeah, because we planned this out with written down things. So Indeed. Anyway, we were like, yeah, we'll just do conference episode like a few weeks ago. We were like, yeah, that makes sense because we already knew this was a double. <laughs> so, yes. So here we are. We're going to do a conference uh, recap. Not really a recap. Ooh. We're just going to talk about what we liked about conference, what stuck out to us, what impressions we had, what themes there were. Okay, so recap. Yeah. Uh, riddle me this, Cody. Okay, here I go. Were you going to go? No, I wasn't. Take my... oh, okay. Uh, that was the nicest way you've ever got me to shut up. All right, here we go. I have rivers without water, forests without trees, mountains without rocks, towns without houses. You're going to say, what am I? That's it, dude. No, this isn't Jeopardy. Come on. Uh, a snow globe. Snow globe, okay. Rivers without water. Okay, you you missed that one already. Try again. <laughs> uh rivers without water forests without trees forests mountains without rocks towns without houses oh the moon a planet no not a planet the moon <laughs> all right let's try this again um go ahead <laughs> Um, okay, so just thinking about this, rivers without water. So yeah. a river can be anything. You can have a river of anything. You can have a river of jello if you have enough jello and That's enough true. force. So rivers without water, 
Okay. Forests without trees. So you can have a forest of something also without the actual tree. And then, what is it? Towns without... Mountains without rocks. Mountains without rocks. Yeah. Then towns without houses. (sighs) Hmm. Hmm. Where have you seen all of these things together in one place? I'm going to stick with snow globes. All right. Snow glob. Mm-hmm. You ever I know, watch Drake and Josh? I know it's not right, but I I can't think of anything else. Yes, I have. I, I love that show. You ever see the episode where they're building a treehouse? No. Oh. Dang it. It's going to make a joke about them saying snow cons all the time. Get me a snow con. <laughs> snow con. It's pronounced con. Well, it sounds like if uh, you remember... Uh, Pittsburghese go downtown. Go downtown, get me a snuck on. No, go downtown, get me a snuck on. Uh, go, go, go down the road there and uh, get me some of that jumbo and, uh, and a snuck on. Something in that. Nah. Nah. I'm from downtown Donnytown. I can't get over that one. What is it? What is the, what are they actually saying? This was, <laughs> I'm from downtown. I'm from downtown. downtown. I'm from downtown something. <laughs> no, what is he saying? Like, I'm from downtown Bunchown or something like that. What is that? So, I don't remember. Sorry. Oh, are you downtown Downingtown. What? Say it again. That's a city in Pennsylvania. So we, we, we street contacted a lady. I think it was the 4th yeah. of July. I was on uh, I was on an exchange Anyway, she said, I'm from downtown Donington, over and over and over again. I was like, what the heck? Where are you from? But then I realized there's a town. There literally is a town south of us called Downingtown. Oh, Downingtown. She's from downtown Downingtown. That was it. I'm downtown Downingtown. <laughs> from downtown Downingtown. But with that accent, it's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm guessing snow globes. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. All right. I can live with that if you can. Yeah. All right. Okay. Find out next week, everyone, uh, what the answer is. If you know what it is, message us on Twitter. Um, and if, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, <laughs> guys. Conference happened, and it was a good time. I mean, it started off with the bang, Elder Holland. Um, showing a baby's foot was funny. And uh, he welcomed us all to conference, and then we had rip roar and good time. So Lenny, couple or three, couple or three <laughs> themes that you notice. Um, Go. Well, I think a, a big one always is unconditional love. I think I, I, f- I felt that one. Um, love for ye, the Lord. Love for your family. Love for. Uh, your neighbors, all the children of God. So that was one that I thought I saw, I thought of. Yeah. Um. There was a talk. The I'm I'm actually gonna just jump in. I guess. Um. The talk by uh, let me let me look it up. Look up who it was. The second talk of conference was the one that really. Um, oh, the guy from New Zealand. Yes, that was the one that he really stuck out to me. I need to find out find out what his because name is because it's your new zealand accent <laughs> yes my new, new zealand that's my, right my new new zealand accent yeah <laughs> um 
Terrence name was Elder Vincent. Elder Vincent. Terrence M. Vincent. Um. Now I can't remember what his talk was about. He talked about the bag with holes in it. The Maybe bag for. With... Yeah, like, what are we investing our time in? Yes. Are we putting money in a bag with holes in it? That's right. Yeah, that was, I think that that was also a big, um, what he was talking about generally about priorities, I felt like was a big um, uh, yeah. theme for I a conference. Um, I mean, the first three talks hit priorities pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and I actually think that that was a big one. I think it's mostly because I, I was actually paying attention more to that, like what what they were saying about priorities, just because of where I was in my my own life, where where I, where I am, I should say. I think that was a really big one for me that I felt was reoccurring throughout the entirety of the conference. Um, yeah. And so, um, let's see. There was actually probably so, probably another one. Another there is another theme that was really poking at my spirit. Um, as we went through me, but I'm going to stick with until I remember it. I'm going to stick with those two unconditional yeah. love and priority are the, the two of them that I can, that I, I was especially, um, drawn to. What about you? Yeah. What were you thinking? I would say, um, um, and, and being intentional. Yes, absolutely. Was, was prominent. My, mm-hmm. my wife was saying, she's like, man, there's a lot of talks about intentionality. <laughs> For the first few talk, or for the first few sessions, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe," but dude, by the end of the of the weekend, I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." There was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so she picked up on it quicker than me because she's she's the better at paying attention. But uh, yeah, so intentionality, I would say, divine identity came up a lot. Mm. Yep, yep. And uh, spiritual self reliance. Lots of this. Hey, the church is doing all these changes. Yeah. In tangent with each other, not they're not a bunch of separate changes. These are all to come together to help us learn to take control of our spiritual lives. Um, President Nelson said he won't be able to survive spiritually in the days to come. He said that a few years ago. Right. We then we have all these changes to say, hey, because of this, we need to train the members and help the members learn how to find truth for themselves. Mm-hmm. So here's come follow me. And then the new, the, a, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and he, here's the new way we're going to structure um, our elders, quorum, and high priest group. The new way we're going to structure young men, young women. Um, <clears throat> here's the self-reliance initiative that's even been going out. Just tons of stuff. Yeah. In tangent with each other. So, I think that that was a really big. That's the one I was, I was that that was nagging at me was spirit was uh, self-reliance, spiritual self-reliance for sure. Uh, my wife and I had a, after a conference later, actually it was even, yeah, it was last night. Um, we stayed up a little longer than we were, we were needing to because we were so deep in, in, in conversation about, um, about what it meant to be spiritually self-reliant and how to do that, how to, how to actually, where do, where do we begin to be spiritually self-reliant? Yeah. Find answers for ourselves, like learn how to receive revelation. I think that that was a big, big one. Yeah. What were some of the talks that stuck out to you in, in particular? Let me, let me see. I will say real quick, if you've got a favorite quote, um, think of it. One of mine was, 
the natural man tempts us to be snoozy. Don't be a snoozy. I, I did this, the don't be a snoozy part, but Elder Bednar said the first part. I just like the use of the word snoozy. That was fun. <laughs> <clears throat> My favorite talk definitely was Elder Uchtdorf's man. Because he oh, talks yeah. about the Hobbit. He definitely. Talks about Bilbo. Yeah. I remember when I came back from my mission, I made a point. But when I did my farewell, I did my homecoming talk, and then almost every talk since, I think, maybe not one, but maybe every single one, I have uh, <laughs> I have mentioned something about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I've made it like a, a point of my existence. And then Elder Uchtdorf comes in clutch here, and he he, he it just is is great. It's a great analogy, uh, and a great way to tie it into the the plan of salvation that we are. This is an adventure. This isn't easy. Um, and there's not necessarily anything special about us, but there's also not necessarily nothing special about us. You know. Mm-hmm. The only person who could have done that that adventure was was Bilbo. You know. Yeah. And hobbits are, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien always tries to, he's always pushing this this idea of of how um, much of an impact these small people can can make in this big world. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they don't think they can make a big. A lot of people don't think they can make a big impact. And and look at them. I mean, they're the the whole reason that a lot of uh, good happens in those stories is Absolutely. because of these little ordinary people. And I think that's kind of how we are, you know, that we, yeah, we're, we're little people in a big world, but uh, our impact can be can be pretty big. Um, anyway, I just really like that talk. That's was, that was fun. Absolutely. That's awesome. I, yeah. I honestly, um, oh, I forgot. Uh, I know. So it's funny. Is is I was watching that. Um, you you texted me. You were like, "He mentioned the Hobbit. He mentioned the Hobbit." Remember that? That was that was Hobbits in conference. Hobbits, Hobbits in conference. Yeah, that's what you said. Something like that. Hobbits in conference. That's very funny. And it made me. And ch- what did you say back to me? It was really. Oh good. yeah, I said. Uh... Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, of late, I'm actually really not. Of late, I've been a very terrible texter. It's a little nice, <laughs> nice aside. I've I actually made an effort to be better at texting people back, and then it's just kind of gotten lax again. So, yeah, you're doing pretty good for a while. Though. Yeah, yeah, I got to get back on top of it. Uh, my favorite talk actually was from the last Sunday afternoon session um, from Peter M. Johnson. Oh yeah, he talked about the three D's every the- day. Yeah, every day, every day, every day. Yeah. I thought that was really cool uh, I, I, because it really reminded me of the my homecoming talk. When I when I spoke back on my homecoming talk, I talked a lot about the three, the the primary answers, and it was the like how how you how you develop and sustain a testimony, um, and that's what it reminded me of. Uh, I like the way that he first described what the what the adversary does he what is he distracts oh yeah 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 oh, it was distracts like, deceives deceives and 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 uh disembowels <laughs> <laughs> distracts 
<laughs> Ooh, sorry. Sorry. That was a cool graphic. Yeah, that was it that really that really took me off guard. Oh, that was good. <laughs> he distracts Deceive. deceives and, and uh disembowels. <laughs> uh, uh what was it? Dist- it was really good because yeah, dis- they there were three completely different right, things. That- right. Distract, Ooh. deceive, and Got it. Okay. Anyways, he, they talked about those three things, and I thought they were really – it was just so simple. They're really this, the three main weapons of the adversary, and that they're so effective. Like, I, what, I, what, I, what I was actually really impressed about was there are millions in, of ways to distract the children of men, millions of ways to deceive, but he only uses those main tools, just those three. And – and 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 he's he's actually very good at doing those things, and I, what I liked about it was that there the, from those simple weapons that he uses against us, we have three simple weapons to protect ourselves from that. Now, like it's they're not really complicated things; they require diligence and they require consistency, but they are not very hard to do. I should say, compared to a, a lot of other things right. that we can that we could do right so i mean it's a simple and he said it he emphasized it you know you pray to 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 the father every day every day every day you read the scriptures every day every day every day and you attend your you attend and take the sacrament every week every week every week like just so simple simple things to do and i thought that was just super powerful to me um because it answered, it actually just answered a couple of questions that I had for myself about what, well, I mean, like just everything all together, um, all the, the the talks that stood out to me all answered these questions that I had for me personally and for my family. And I think that's the magic of conference is if you come with questions, the Lord will provide yeah. answers through his, his uh- apostles. I liked it that he did say all those the the primary answers three times in a row because everyone in in, in our culture were like, it's a primary answer. It's because it's the easy answer. Nobody wants to say it because everybody knows it. Well, it's it's also the right answer, okay? But uh, he's almost (laughs) like, hey, you guys ever heard of these? Let me say them all three times each for you, even though you've all heard them about a bajillion times. (laughs) <laughs> because just because you hear yeah. something often doesn't mean we internalize it often. So I thought that was good that he did that. I, f- I found it, by the way. What I oh yeah, go deception, ahead. distraction. Oh, what was and it? Discouragement. Distract. Ah, discouragement. That yeah, is a that's good the one. one that we forgot. That's, that's not disembowelancing. <sighs> yeah. Or or Disin- disengage, disingenuine, or yeah, disinterest, disinterested, yeah. disingenuine, disinterested. Um, one last thing to talk about that talk about this talk. One of the things that really this was the talk that made me feel um, about spiritual self reliance because this, in essence, what he was describing and what he was teaching was the way yeah. to start spiritual self reliance. Those three things, and if you if you do them, and if you diligently do them with all purpose of heart, and I, I think that's really important. Meaning, 
just means that you do them you don't do them half-heartedly but that you actually in, invest your time and energy into doing them and doing them right will you will greatly speed up your ability to be spiritually self-reliant even yeah. if you already are Absolutely. you'll become even more so you know i was just thinking i i like this conversation neither you or i have gone off on the changes from conference <laughs> which is kind of good i mean obviously that's that's cool and that's fun and it's exciting to see change and uh come from the leaders of the church but uh you and me and i would imagine most members of the church are walking away from this that's not why we came you know uh we came right. because we trust that we'll hear the hear and feel the spirit and be edified and get answers to our prayers and learn how to how to do more good in the world yeah and that's what we're talking about so you know honestly what i actually kind of feel like is now that it's kind of expected that there's going to be changes they're not as as um shocking what is it called they're not as disemboweling as they used to as be. they once were i mean it's yeah, dis mm. or not not as disingenuine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Never was disingenuine. Um, but yes, it, I thought it was really. I, I think I'm more expecting. Uh, um, I'm expecting those changes, so I'm just like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen in conference this this uh, conference. But um, yeah, the the messages were definitely. I think that there's one consistent thing about conference. Which is why I'm, if we're going to be talking about changes, I mean, uh, President Nelson left us on a really huge cliffhanger, by the way, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, but while we're talking about the, the consistency of conference, that's what I was, I was thinking about earlier before when, when President Nelson announced it was how consistent conference has been. It's always the same things. It's the, the same way. The speakers' orders are different. The the topics are generally different, but it's always the same general format. And I think that that is, there's, um, what do you call it? Comfort in that, in that you knowing what to expect and you know, um, what's, what's going to happen in yeah. terms of how it's going to proceed. But I also think that one of the reasons why president Nelson is that the Lord is, is changing or at least inspiring this next, conference to be a little different is because it's it's all about it's all about the members right it's all about um doing things so that his children at this point in time that are hearing his prophet's voice are going to receive what he's saying in a different right. way that they understand and I, and I and I was talking to my wife about this it's just the the merits of having a prophet um the way that our people, us today, receive information is way different than the way that just maybe 20 years ago it was right. the way that they received yeah. information and understood it. And so I think it's pretty awesome that the, that the Lord knows that, knows his children, which is why he calls a prophet and inspires his prophets and his apostles yeah. to make these well, changes there's, there's things for too, his people like, now. Uh, my wife pointed out that uh, Elder Holland's talk she said he makes a point throughout this entire talk mm -hmm. whenever he references uh women and men he always makes a point to reference women first and so he says sisters and brothers yeah. he says women and men and so forth 
and uh, the, you know that, that's kind of cool to, to see that kind of a effort. Um, not that they didn't, you know, not that not that they didn't value women um, equal to men in any way, but that's just kind of traditionally how we we say things. And I don't think it's offensive to say it one way or the other. I don't. I think it's, uh, you know, it's nothing to get. Uh, upset about but it is showing that they are making an effort to make sure that the women feel that they are being considered uh, you know just like a something like that that I don't know if we 20 years ago it wasn't really a concern um, or something that had been um, that desires had been shown from men or women in the church to see more of that you know at least not on the scale it is today so mm-hmm. Yeah, long. Right. Oh. Now you're breathing again, and you haven't breathed in a while. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I I breathe occasionally. That's great. I do it too. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I what I would say. Let's each share one more talk that we thought was real neat, and then maybe a a quick wrap up with some questions we had that were answered. Um. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, I I love, um, I liked. It really stuck in my mind. I don't know if it was my favorite, but it stuck in my mind, um, and so I feel like I need to share oh, yeah. it. Uh, Elder Anderson's talk, and the reason it, the reason it stuck in my mind was because um, he said, "I know that you're all eagerly awaiting President Nelson's talk, but I I have something that I can say that is." equally or oh, yeah. catch your attention which is fruit right yeah. I, I thought that was pretty funny our baby our baby got right hooked into that. that she's and obsessed just... with fruit so like all these pictures of fruit were like hey finley look oh, at yeah. this look at the screen and she's like <laughs> pointing at it and like screeching because <laughs> she loves fruit so it worked well that's good you're probably happy you're probably yeah. happy about that that it's she doesn't great. love candy or something uh, we haven't fed her candy fed since her candy we gave or... her ground coffee beans either day. <laughs> uh, we haven't fed her candy since we uh, yeah, right. put her to bed out of an energy drink. We just we put uh, Red Bull in her sippy cup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, I just I thought that that was. Um, I mean, he was mostly talking about the, um, well, fruit. Now I'm drawing a blank. Well, I know he's talking about fruit, but I can't no, remember what he was fruit. referencing specifically. Don't read about into fruit. it, dude. He's just talking. No. About... <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. I guess like he was just talking about That's fruit. Right. Yeah, just like guavas and mangoes. I'm surprised you said he mango spent the whole time. You still always get that for that. Yeah. Hmm. I never got after you for that. Anyway, um, I think I think it was just uh, that was the the main one. But just thought I can't okay. I can't remember I can't actually minute. remember what Maybe he was you'll remember. About. I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. I will say Give I really liked. Uh, um, let's see, President Oaks's talk in the women's session, which I know there was some kickback on. Oh yeah, from some members of the church, in an, or maybe even people outside of the church. But uh, I'm not seeing it. I'm I'm just not seeing it. 
I didn't get the impression that there was anything offensive said or trying to be offensive. Um, and I think it's pretty, pretty plain to see in the in the light of this talk being given. But what he was focusing on was uh, the whole talk was was about uh, the the two greatest commandments, right? Love God, and love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he preached some some more sensitive subjects in today's world concerning LGBTQ or just people of different background or lifestyle than us. Um, but I think it's important he got up and said, "Hey, listen, you're going to meet people who are different than you." from different backgrounds and uh, whether you agree with them or not you you can't forget the second commandment it is the second greatest commandment like on these two commandments hang all the law if, if we can't love people who are different than us if we can't even listen to them if we can't give them the time of day we can't interact with them we can't show love and compassion and empathy toward them then we're, we're missing the boat you know so anyway, I thought that was a was a great talk, especially as we get more divisive. We we try harder in our society to label each other. I think to label label ourselves, and I think there's danger in labeling um, so zealously that we get to the point of dividing ourselves, where we feel like we can't interact with another group, with another person because they believe or they act differently or they live differently than us. You know. So I thought it was a was a great talk to you know focus on you know we're here to love people and uh I I saw some people saying that they they tend to skip President Oaks's talks and uh that's troubling to me because this is this is an apostle of God speaking to us we're not skipping President Oaks we're skipping you know, what the Lord is communicating to us. If we believe in Revelation, if we believe these men are called of God, that's what we're missing. And uh, so anyway, I think there's there's a good light to see what he's saying. And it, it, if, if, you know, I think it's there. But anyway. I think that when people, uh, when, when we're talking about these, these subjects, I think that people often can't separate the messenger and the actual message. Do you know what I mean? So hmm, tell me what you mean about that. What I mean by that is that the message is that so so President Oaks has uh, he's some of the things that he's been saying have been very doctrine based and have been very plain when it comes to you know just the what what the doctrine says about about certain lifestyles, right? And what I think people say, what what people get from that sometimes is that um, that they are that this person, President Oaks, who's saying these things, uh, is an evil person because he's saying these things, and so that he because he said these things, he has no right to say anything about love, right? Right, right, right. But I think that that really is that's flawed. Uh, I mean, it, obviously, it's a flawed, it's a flawed way of thinking about it, because of, um, he is an apostle, the Lord Jesus Christ, right? So he is basically just telling us what what the Savior is saying, what the right. what, the, what the Savior is teaching. Yeah, and so I think that um, we it's 
uh, I think what what it, what it comes down to is um, um, just kind of tying up tying up what I'm saying here is that there's always I can't remember where I heard this but there's always like um, there's two main stumbling blocks for people who are outside of the church and two people who are in the tr- in the church and the first one is that if people outside of the church is the is determining to the question is Joseph Smith a prophet right right they have to determine that for themselves and then when they're in the church when they have been baptized and are doing this they have to come to another another crossroad and they have to find out the answer if president nelson or the prophet on the earth right now is a prophet and if they can reconcile those two things if they can reconcile those two things then they will be able to um, receive a testimony of of everything else when it comes to um when it, well just basically everything else so it's like it's basically the book of mormon the prophet joseph smith and then the prophet um then the prophet right. on the earth today Actually, sorry. It does. It's it's actually a little bit. It's more like uh, somehow it's it's a testimony of the Book of Mormon, which coincides with the testimony of the Savior being the Savior Redeemer of the world, right? So they those those right, two right. coincide, and then it's the Prophet Joseph Smith, and then it's the Prophet on the Earth today. Yeah. And I feel like if a lot of people, like one of the things that I feel is maybe like an underlying thought under conference and has been. Um, especially last conference, or maybe that was just me, but was the actual thought of finding out for yourself if the prophet, President Nelson, is the prophet on the earth today. Like right. I feel like that was a really big thing, especially when he and was I, when he was um, when he was called. Was that was huge, and I think it was yeah. it was it was especially huge then because of everything that's happening now. Yeah. Well, and I think it goes for. The apostles of the church, too. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. President Nelson's not, you know, it's not him prophet and then these other guys getting up saying what they want, you know. Right, exactly. They, they function as a, a quorum unit. Mm-hmm. And uh, President Oak said this earlier in conference, that uh, doctrine is taught by all all the members of, you know, the quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Mm-hmm. It's not hidden in a random talk somewhere. You don't got to go digging for it. You don't got to go digging to find answers or things that justify something. It's no, the doctrine is plain. It should be out there. It should be clear what the doctrine is, right? So it it really is all of them. We shouldn't just pray about President Nelson. We should pray about President Oaks and President Eyring and uh, multiple of them. And I think part of that, something that will help us with that, is and this this goes for any interaction with with anyone or how we, how we perceive anyone in the world mm-hmm. is um, be careful not to assume the intent of people. Um, I think, yeah, no matter how much we might dislike, you know, I don't know, Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders or whatever. If you, we get political here cause it tends to, those tend to be areas where people can pinpoint their, uh, a lot of their distaste and negative feelings, but uh, or whether it's President Oaks or whether it's uh, Joseph Smith, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's Jesus himself. Um, when we assume that people have bad intent, I think we. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's not something that's always our place to do. You know, we can't say why somebody said something or from what place it's coming. 
it has to be coming from a horrible evil place and, and maybe it is i'm not saying it isn't in some cases right um but for us to assume that is uh maybe assuming we know more than we do when we don't right so follow the spirit listen for you know the uh, guidance and direction from the spirit i think that'll help us have a more empathetic a more compassionate way of of thinking about other people um and I think that's kind of what, what what President Oaks was getting at, and what you were saying at the beginning of this whole podcast that uh, there are there was a theme of of loving other people, mm-hmm. right? Yep. A theme of the, the second commandment that we we all need to do more at at loving each other and giving each other the benefit of the doubt rather than uh, dividing each other and and attacking each other and so forth. Yep, I agree. Um, Do you remember what oh, Elder Anderson oh, said? Oh, absolutely! It was the fruit of the tree. That's the one I was I couldn't I couldn't piss, place it, but he was talking about the the fruit of the tree, the the tree in Lehi's dream, and the way that oh, Nephi. Yeah. That's basically what he was talking about, um, and how that fruit is delicious and it's it's most desirable, which is the love of the Savior. And as if we seek, if we seek the Savior, we'll receive that 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 feeling, that lasting joy. That was actually another theme that I thought about that I just want to throw in there. They talked about lasting joy a lot, too. Yeah, I think that tied into the, the priority yeah. The yeah. theme. They're kind of hand-in-hand, hand, right? Yeah. They, uh, what do we value as eternal things, right? Mm-hmm. And Elder Anderson said, uh, he mentioned how um, the people building the great and spacious building are crossing the river and getting into our homes. Yeah, that's true. Talking about like social media or pornography mm-hmm. or these different things we can pull up on our phones that uh, distract, uh, deceive, or discourage us, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Lenny. So did you have any questions that you cared to share with the masses that you had answered during conference? Yeah, I'll, I'll share. I'll share one. One of them was just that uh, I have been struggling just a little bit with um, really about what I'm supposed to do now. So, like, my wife and I have a plan right now just about what's, what we're going to do. She's in school right now, so as soon as, we're, she's, as, soon as she's done with school, we're going to go uh, forward with our plan. Because finishing school is part, of her plan, is part of the plan. And I've just been a little bit lost on what I need to be doing between now and then. And I think it was really interesting that it, the answer was not. Sometimes I receive temporal answers to temporal questions, and sometimes I receive spiritual answers to temporal questions, and sometimes I receive spiritual or temporal answers to spiritual questions. And it's just really interesting to see the this what happened this time, which was a spiritual answer to this temporal question, um, yeah. and it was awesome. And I think that that simple answer, the reason why the the um, Elder Johnson's uh, talk was so powerful to me, the one that was my favorite, is because that's the one that answered my question about what I need to, in essence, be focused on. Uh, I think all of them, all of it. That's why another one priorities really stuck out to me. But also is is that specific one that that helped me understand like what I needed to focus on in order to find the answer, the temporal answer. To my temporal question, 
So it was pretty cool. I, I yeah, yeah I, I love conference for that reason. It's a cool way to look at it too. That uh, maybe sometimes we have a spiritual question. We're always looking for a, you know, maybe maybe we're looking for only a spiritual or only a temporal answer to it. But we got to open our minds and our hearts up to either, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, dude. How about you? Yeah, I had I had a few here. I'll share this just this one though. Um, and I actually didn't end up with this question until I was about halfway through conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two I started with, but uh, I was thinking, how can I be more kind and empathetic? I feel like I'm a pretty understanding and generally, uh, I mean, I like people. Yeah. And I, and I like people who are different than me, too. I like to spend time with them. But uh, still, sometimes it can be easy to get really annoyed at uh, people who are aggressive or overly um just i don't know overly opinionated in the way that causes them to demean other people or see bad in other people where um there might not be justification for that you know mm-hmm. and in the world sense i think there is the world tends to tell us hey if there are reasons there are Reasons to justify being rude or violence or whatever. And God teaches us, no, there's not. Hmm. There's really not. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Yep. Um, I can't say that. I can't blanket that because I know there's like stuff with defending your families. and Right, right, right. Anyway. But uh, anyway, that was my question. And, I, and some of the answer I got was uh, recognize how it can be easier to live the first great commandment. Then the second one, I, I think it's easier for us to, to say, you know what, it's, I, I do love God, but somebody honks at you and flips you off on the freeway and you're like, oh, the heck with that guy. Right, yeah. Well, why is it so easy? If you love God so much, then why do we hate this this person that he's told us to love? Right? Mm-hmm. It's easier for us, I think, to live the first great commandment and the second one because... God, we we tend to see God as the good guy. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're religious, if you're you know Christian, um, that he's, you see him as the good guy. He's on your side, and uh, at, at least you got to get on his side. You recognize that. Um, and sometimes this might be a fault of ours. Sometimes we do make God in our own image. We try to get him to fit into our lifestyle or our worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't this isn't the right thing to do in some cases, but I guess in any case we should not get God to fit into our worldview. He's that's not how it works. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> shouldn't say yeah, some cases. Yeah, yeah. It's not a blanket statement. So yeah, that's all. But other people, you know, we don't always grant them. We we tend to attribute intention, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. to other people. Somebody honks at you on the freeway and flips you off. You assume they're a dirtbag and. You know they're they're not they're not nice. Yeah. Well, maybe they are really nice. They're just having a bad day, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you did something really stupid. Maybe you cut them off. You didn't realize it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, that the impression I got was it's going to be easier to love God than other people a lot of the time. And the best thing we can do is to go to God, pray for help, and repent at the end of every day. Someone said they repent at the end of every day. Um, yeah, that, that was um, for forgiveness. President Ballard, 
Yeah, no? I think it was pre- well. President Nelson said it first. Okay, well there you go, there you go. Anyway, I I think that's an answer for me. Is I could do more to pray uh, daily and seek repent, seek to repent and seek forgiveness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and honestly, to identify wrongs I've done so that I can fix them. So yeah, that's good. That's it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, oh. I do have one thought to wrap this up. Uh, one of the sisters in the women's session was talking about. Uh oh, I'm yawning. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was talking about we need to find the joy in what we're doing with the gospel, or we need to recognize it more often. So I think a good way for you and I to end this podcast every episode is to maybe that's our ending note is I don't know how, what what of the the gospel what of our conversation what of our last week what how has the gospel brought us joy kind of a thing yeah I think that's a good I, I think I like this I th- so you go ahead and answer that this time because there you are all right well I think it's given me. The 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 peace this week, the peace of the gospel is it's always given me a sense of direction and purpose. I feel like that's really important. It's given direction and purpose for for me personally, for my family, and for my wife, and for um, yeah, that yeah, that's most important right there. So it's given me the peace, or it's given me the what did I say? Direction. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that's what that's what I'm happy. There's a lot of ways the gospel's blessed me throughout my life, but that in itself is what has been really on my heart and mind um, this past week, especially for conference. Yeah. Amen, dude. That's great. That's great. All right, and for me, I'll just say, uh, yeah, similar actually, stability. I think it's mm, uh, good. We live in a world of confusion and deception and the gospel is stable yeah amen uh, it helps that. me it gives me a lens to view truth and uh, uh and to help build my family on um and also it, it helps me open my heart and my mind to to other people and uh other things that can br- bring value so anyway absolutely all right great Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for putting up with uh, cutting out, which you probably will have no idea it happened because I'm going to edit the crap out of this thing. But, uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Hope you liked conference. If you got any other thoughts or insights into conference, uh, send them to us. You can contact us at IBW Podcast on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we have our email address in blackandwhitepodcast at gmail.com. You find us on our website, www.ibwpodcast.com. And, uh, guys, we're on all the podcasting apps. I'm just going to reiterate that. Stitcher, Podbean, Apple, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Overcast. Then there's more. I just don't have them on a business card in front of me, so I don't remember what they are. (laughs) But uh, check us out. Find one that makes you happy inside. And And share. Share with your friends. Share with people who you think could benefit from the message. 
share with people that yeah. you just want to share a cool podcast with. We'd love to hear it. Yes. So share the show, share the show, share the show. <laughs> Amen to that. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. And Godspeed. God is good. You're cutting out a lot. What'd you say there, guy? What? Oh, you're like disappearing hardcore. I hear you. I hear pieces of you. Yeah, same thing with me. I hear pieces of you. No, 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 no. You got this backwards. I hear pieces of you. <laughs> All right, I think we're good now. Okay. I think it's back. What is-